Hi, this is Larry Cavi, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Tales Frustrated. Well, hey, kids, it's me, Townsend Coleman, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder. 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 Thundercat. Cowabunga! Oh! Dudes. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 93 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and back alongside me again is Mr. Chris Hill. Hello Chris. And as you were just saying, I'm now officially five and bow. Five and bow? Uh, you now have a longer winning streak than most of the WWE roster. Wow, I mean, that's, that's quite impressive whenever you think about it. It's just a shame though that uh, the kind of gap between appearances is massive, but yes, that uh, be helped. This can't be helped at all. Um, you do actually have a longer winning streak than even uh, Adam Rose now, because he lost on SmackDown. That's right. So his streak is gone That's as well. Right. There's, you know, it's all gone. But yes, apologies, folks, for the incredibly huge gap this time between episodes. Uh, it's a, it's approaching sadly two months. Wow. Uh, it's just been a very kind of hectic tail end of the summer and start of autumn for us all, simply because. Um, well, you can put it between uh, work and you can put it between uh, ladies and stuff like that. <laughs> Basically, let's just say many different things have occurred in the last couple of months that has um, tripped up any one of us yep. when we have been planning to record. Um, I mean, the good intentions have been there. I mean, the, you, you will not believe the amount of times everybody that we have actually had planned I mean, over if the we last actually, two months to actually record, if we'd, if we'd have met up on every single one of those dates that we'd originally planned, we'd probably be at episode 100 right now. Yeah. Instead so, of what? what uh, are this is 93. Yeah. We're on. We would have been ext- at least extremely close to episode 100 by now. But it is, it's like I say, between um, uh, work, getting new jobs, all that sort of stuff, and uh, all that. Uh, but uh, we're here now, so... Uh, we're hopefully going to get everything back on track. We'll do our best, but I'm not going to make any any, any more guarantees <laughs> no. like in previous episodes, like we were planning to do a Last of Us special and all that sort of stuff. And uh, we're just going to have to wait and see uh, what subjects next. Basically, I know the likes of Mikey and yourself have been wanting to talk The Walking Dead as well. It's um, just one of those things. But it's just know. getting everybody together at the same time. We would all, in an ideal world, like to be professional podcasters, but sadly, um, sadly proper, proper work. Yeah, yeah, we have to go to work, and um, yeah, it's just one of those things where everyone's kind of got their own thing going on at the moment. But uh, we shall not die, everybody. No. We will not go oh, no. away, no matter how many weeks it may be between episodes. We will keep coming back. Um, but uh, we'll try not make it as long as this time, uh, at least. Um, We'll try and get something out a wee bit more regular. We'll be seeing you that. sometime in the new year or something. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see you in November. 
Um, well, actually, we've a lot to talk about for November. We've so. got a lot to talk about in November. We've got a lot to talk about full stop. Oh, yeah. story. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to look forward to. And a lot to um, we are going to talk about wrestling today, everybody. Uh, I know you may groan and say, well, that's what you talked about two months ago nearly in the last was it? episode. Was it? It was our SummerSlam review. Oh, yes. So it was, but it's just a case of, it's the main subject at the moment that has kind of got purpose for us to talk yeah. about. Um and that is the fact of once again, Chris and myself are going to WrestleMania. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I never we're, thought this would be the case. We're sick in the head. I'm we sorry. really are we sick are. in the head. Like we so refuse we to kind of put our money elsewhere. Uh-huh. It's like every year no. I think, right? That's fine. I can start now saving towards other things, and yeah. then it's just like boom. Nope, we're going. No, we're going. <laughs> I genuinely thought, like a couple of years ago, when you know we all organized to go to twenty nine. Obviously, yes, you've been to twenty. You know, yeah, but nonetheless, I thought twenty nine, right? That's going to be my one WrestleMania that, I've, att- like that. that I've attended. But the problem is, see, when you get there and you're sitting in the seat oh, yeah. and you're watching the show, you go, "I really want to be here again." Yeah, that's the thing. You do your first, and you know, almost inevitably, you end up doing another, at least another, because that's what happened with me. I did twenty, and then it was like twenty nine was just a no brainer. Had to do, it, you know. And then for us at twenty nine, it was basically. Oh, well, the next one's 30. It's a big anniversary. It's a milestone. You have to be there for 30. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, I have to go to that. And And we went to that. We would always like to go to the West Coast, California sometime. And and we were at that stage saying, thinking, oh, you know, it won't be, you know, anytime soon. You know, maybe maybe in three or four years' time, they'll do a West Coast one and we'll go to that. (laughs) Um, Uh. And needless to say, then they announced that it was going to be happening in Levi Stadium in uh, San Jose uh, area of California, and we were like, yeah, but uh, this year it's just going to be a twosome, it's only going to be me. It's just a twosome. Um, Which is going to be a bit weird. It will be weird, because it's, it's kind of sad that our little group has dwindled. But at the we, same we time, are, we are the diehards. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to understand why someone wouldn't. Do oh it. yeah, because it's but, like you know, for me, it's going on four, and then for everyone else, it will be like three or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like that's a lot of money, and there's it's a few completely acceptable that someone might mm-hmm. want to put oh, yeah. money elsewhere. Well, I, I think the probably the more logical thing that a lot of people's a lot of people seem to be planning to go to the SummerSlam in New York. Yeah. Quite a few of the normal WrestleMania folk have decided that they're going to go and do SummerSlam in New York City, which I'm sure will be extremely awesome. But I think the thing for us was just simply West Coast. West Coast, and to be honest with you, I'd always rather do a Mania over a SummerSlam. I wouldn't say second-rate show, but if you're going to do it, I just want to do it right. Yeah. Do you know if I mean? you're going to take the time to travel over to the States. I'm going to want to go for when you're going to get the marquee matches. I think the, o- the only other pay-per-view I would probably fly to the States for would probably be the likes of the Rumble. The Rumble. Mm-hmm. Or you can have an elimination. Well, the Rumble, Rumble uh, packages went on sale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they, as well. I don't they do packages for the Rumble or whether it was just a pre-sale for tickets, but something Rumble-related definitely uh, I, think it was, I think it was for people who were in Philadelphia yeah, for SmackDown. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Just we need to head to the Rumble and just, you know, kick Say. off WrestleMania season at the Rumble, do January through to March. And just I know. Do the whole just thing. hope, you know, win, hope and win the lottery. Yeah, funny, you know, money dictates otherwise, unfortunately. Yeah. You know. But uh, 
before all that, uh, <clears throat> November is fast approaching, folks. We're about to hit the middle of October. It's scary, isn't it? Uh, it feels like yesterday that we were in uh, London for uh, Raw in May. Whenever you actually think about what we've been to, we really spend too much money on WWE. Yeah, they have us. <laughs> they have us. Yeah, they have us in a face. You know, if you, if, you can be, if you you know look at it, it's like what was it? WrestleMania in New Orleans, followed by the Raw after. Then we flew home. Went straight to our house show in Belfast, pretty much. Yep. House show in Dublin. That's right. Raw and Smackdown <laughs> in London. And now here we're coming back up to November, which is going to be Raw and Smackdown in Liverpool. Yep. And then we're going to go and do WrestleMania and Raw again. Yes. And then probably end up doing another house show or something. Oh, yeah, no doubt. In and around there. But what I've learned to say now is just never say never. Yeah. Take it, you know, year like, by year. Because like, that was the thing. See, when we came back from WrestleMania this year, we really thought that was it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the group had decided they're not going to yeah. go over the next year. And we were like, you know, should we really but just there, go there was with always us group? We were like, you know, but we always wanted to do California. There was the wee seed in the back yeah. of our head. Because while was, everyone else was always kind of being like, no, definitely not, we were kind of like, well... I wouldn't say, you know... Never no, say never. Never say yeah. never. But the thing is, the reason why I don't mind spending money on it all the time, or for four years in a row now, is because it genuinely is a great time every oh, time. Yeah. And it's a great way to see America and different parts of the world where you may not otherwise see. If you exactly. Don't. Which I think is why we're shaking it up this year a wee bit. Yeah. In, I think the big regret we had... In previous um, years... In previous years, even maybe with New York, you know, we spent a couple yeah. more days in New York, um, but New Orleans was a complete nutter in the country, yeah. out of the country, you know, see the show and go. Yeah. You know, we flew in, what was it, was it, was it on the Thursday? It was the Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah. Aye, we flew in on the Thursday. It was a nightmare from a kind of rest standpoint, because I'm the type of person that if I don't get sleep, I am affected badly. Yeah. And that whole trip, I was just like a zombie, you know, yeah. just running on pure adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember like the night after, or the night off many, Mike and I decided to go down Bourbon Street, and like, I wanted to be just so full of life and energy for that, and enjoy Bourbon Street. And that's when you got but, your big ass beers. Yeah, but I was just knackered, mm-hmm. so tired. And um, yeah, so I think... That's why this time we're going for two weeks, or at least that's the plan. Yes, we're planning to go for two weeks. Uh, more than likely, spend the first number of days hanging around San Francisco, travel down when it's time to get the WWE Hotel to San Jose, hang around San Jose for the weekend, do all the usual Mania stuff, Yep. attend the Hall of Fame, attend WrestleMania, attend Raw, and then after that, probably on the Tuesday after Raw, fly down to L.A., and hang around LA, Anaheim, all that sort of stuff for the remainder of the holiday, then back to San Francisco to fly home, basically. Um, and as you can imagine, it's an incredibly cheap trip. It's an incredibly <laughs> cheap trip. It's an absolute bargain. I mean, that's another thing. Like, the package this year stung us even more than ever before. Simply because we're a Just two. Just because it was a two. Um, yeah. Obviously, in the years gone by, it would be at least four in the group, which mm. brought the price down significantly, but... It's one of those things you just have to bite the bullet and do it if you want to do it. Yeah. And our point of view, I think, is that the package, you know, it always looks after you. Yeah. You don't have to worry about trying to sort your own tickets for all the various events. You always usually get decent tickets. Yeah, that's what I mean. They look after you. You get good seats and you don't really have to worry about it. And obviously Mm -hmm. this time, because I think 
it is a bit more spread out again this year mm-hmm. between the venues. So they're giving us the public transport yeah. thing, which is good because then you don't have to worry yourself about trying to organize exactly. buses and trains or taxis, which of course is a, a nightmare in terms of price as well. So. Taxis can be a killer, like. Yeah. So they can, but uh, that's the general gist of the plan. And more than likely, I would not be surprised with us flying to LA on the Tuesday that SmackDown ends up being in Staples Center or, something, or somewhere well, nearby. Will be. And that's funny. something we want to do as well, is get to the Staples Center, well, at least I do. And if it's for Perfect wrestling, excuse. great. If it's for basketball, and you know, so be it. Yeah. But it would just be nice to actually get into a lot of these places that we've seen on TV or yeah. know that are big sport places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But it's just nice to be going this time and knowing that we're actually going to make the most of our time. Aye, uh, we're not going to rush out of the yeah. country again, because I think that's, it does kill you completely. Yeah. And it's like, not even, <clears throat> I wouldn't even say the jet lag. But like when we arrived in, we picked the Thursday night access. Yeah. And so we went to the Thursday night access straight from dropping our stuff off at the hotel, and we were dead. Oh yeah. Now I don't, you know, don't get me wrong. We ended up still acting. Oh yeah. And the adrenaline carries you through. But the thing about if you're just going for the wrestling is that it's a pretty busy itinerary Mm -hmm. for four or five days, and whenever you're just going for that and you're running and no sleep and jet lag. Just and especially, for and especially just the length of the flights yeah. as well. And then before you know it, you're home and you're kind of like, did that even happen? Yeah. <laughs> no, because that's the thing is you blink and it's over and you blink and you don't see the time go. Yeah. Because like we went on that first day, we were up, what was it? I think we were at it, probably all up at about two o'clock in the yeah. morning, got the bus at 3 a.m. in the morning UK time. Yeah. And by the time we were at Access in New Orleans, that had been 24 hours. Yeah. Since we'd started and on the go, like so you just you don't see it go at all. Yeah. I but don't sleep on planes, so I'm the same. It's not a, a good Which is what's gonna me. be which is gonna be extremely interesting going to San Francisco. Yeah. Eleven hour flight from yeah. Dublin. But at least it's a direct flight. This you know, is the there's no transfers, there's no none of that. Well that was that'll thing. come whenever we're trying to get to LA. But that's not at least it's not too hard. But it's just a short flight. It's a hours flight, yeah. you know, so it's it's grand. But no, I think eleven hours, you know, if you're doing an eight or nine hour flight, which was you know, what we have been doing, you know. So on an eleven hour flight it might as well be eleven hours. Yeah, well that's the yeah. thing, is like for us to get to New Orleans it was at least eleven or a bit hours yeah. waiting in the airport yeah. as well. I so. would say this will actually be probably a smoother journey than yes. the like of that. Because obviously we have the transfer to do. Because it's all broken up as well, because it's not like we're flying into San Francisco and immediately getting the plane to LA. We're spending near a week in San Francisco, which isn't going to be too bad. And then we'll be flying back before having to go yeah. home on the so long flight, so it shouldn't be, be too hopefully bad. Hopefully the best trip, kind of flight-wise, to date. We can keep the fingers crossed yeah. on the list. Yeah. But what we're going to do here, everybody, and just to be... Uh, different is number one we're going to talk about the rumoured matches for WrestleMania 31 and then we're going to do a bit of fantasy booking for a laugh hmm. and the chances are of any of these matches occurring at WrestleMania are probably slim to none. Yep, I would agree. I actually have two cards um, drawn up. One is completely ridiculous and actually because of how ridiculous it is I decided to do a second one which is slightly <laughs> more believable but <laughs> even then I mean you just never know these things. It's mm-hmm. predicting you know a uh, predetermined entertainment yes. is it's impossible. But uh, we'll start with rumoured matches and uh, which one will we start with first? Um, well, I suppose we might as well just start at the top with the WWE title match. Mm-hmm. Really? 
Brock and Roman. It's, that's the rumored match. Yeah. Seems pretty sad. It's you know there's still the word that there's fighting going on between Vince and Trips. You know because Vince wants to keep it with the old stars yeah. and you know because he need he thinks that's the only way to draw people in for the pay per view. Yeah. Whereas Triple H again seems to you know yeah. be fighting the corner for the young guys. Yeah. I would Vince I think wants Rock and Brock. Mm-hmm. Triple H wants. Uh, Roman and Brock and for mm-hmm. me I would be more inclined to go with Roman and Brock yeah. just because I think I don't think Mania in the last few years has been used as like a stepping stone for a, mm-hmm. to make a new guy yeah. and the last time they really did that would have been maybe what 21 when it was Batista and Cena that mm-hmm. were kind of made into the next big guys Aye, it was the change but every Mania sense has been you know they've been relying on bringing older guys back attitude era guys and it's just kind of like you know this will be a nice time just to see them you know get behind a new star and mm. put him over and go for it. So, yeah. Um, it's a rumoured match and if it actually happened, I could definitely live with it. I know. It, it really would be the best thing for it because at the end of the day, Vince should look at this in the sense of, right, last year, yes, it maybe all didn't pan out the best with Daniel Bryan in the sense of him getting injured and stuff. That was a shame. That was Cause In my mind, they did everything right there. That's the past two years, though. Yeah. We've had these fantastic moments and then it's just fell flat because it was the same the previous year with Ziggler. Yep. Coming out on Raw, cashing right. in money in the bank, winning the title. Everybody was extremely happy. You had this fantastic Mania moment, even though it wasn't on Mania. And then last year you had Daniel Bryan having the opening match with Triple H. And then going on to the main event and winning the title. It was just the perfect kind of fairy tale yeah. kind of played out before your eyes. Because you obviously in the... Months leading up to that, everyone was like really annoyed. Certainly, the internet community of wrestling fans was so You've annoyed. Never, I've never seen it as yeah. angry, I think. And you know. there's always that debate, you know, did they change creative plans because of, you know, the Royal Rumble and what went down there with Batista and how that all happened? I, you, don't, I don't doubt it. I right? think in my heart of hearts, Vince wanted Batista in the main event. Oh, yeah. And Daniel Bryan nowhere near. Oh, I so, definitely guarantee it was probably meant yeah, to be Batista. I definitely think Daniel Bryan has the fans to thank. Yeah. That, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Because that's what we wanted to see. Um, and that's what we got in the end. But I think that shows you that you need to take the chance and just do it because the fans will respond. And I think Roman has been slowly, slowly, slowly building. Yep. Now, we obviously have to wonder what's going to be the case once he comes back after injury here as well. You know, they probably will need to keep him on TV a bit here. Like, you oh, know, yeah. they have done TV interviews. I, and yeah, stuff I definitely him. think they will because he's definitely a big part of their plan for mm-hmm. Mania, whether it is to be in a match with Brock Lesnar or not. But the thing that I've been finding, even before Romans went off injured, yeah, I just have kind of felt that Ambrose was gaining a wee bit of oh, ground yeah. on him. I think he's got major momentum, but Ambrose is the biggest, you know, babyface bar seen yeah. in the company the right thing now. I think with stands, you know, in front or in the way of Ambrose, is the fact that he just doesn't have. It's not that he doesn't have the look. He does, but. Whenever you compare him to Roman Reigns and the guys who are typically pushed as mm-hmm. the guy, then Roman Reigns but is the one you have to go with. Either way, though, I definitely think they're both going to be extremely successful. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying Ambrose won't be one of the, the major players, um, but I just think if you're going for that Cena-type replacement... For this mania, anyway? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Regardless of his flaws, which he does have. Yeah. You know? 
but he still has that look and it's just it's so important it seems oh, at the end of the day he's part of the extended rock family of course. So, so that carries a certain amount of weight you know which would be it would be kind of nearly poetic in that sense as in he's the next proper yeah. you know member of that family that could be the guy plus i do think he is um you know he is talented oh i yeah um, i think his move set certainly is kind of it's over it's, it's one got, of those move sets that's very defined and the crowd can pop for it and you know that's kind of what yeah. they go for with the, the main guys you know and he only continue to improve yeah at the end of the day really i do think he is he isn't great on the mic no that, um, i mean that, that needs an improvement that promo he did um to update everyone on raw there i thought wasn't particularly great no but, um that's the kind of thing that can only come in time mm. um, whether he'll ever be a you know a fraction as charismatic as Cena, I'm not so sure. But mm. um, I see him as a very different guy to Cena. Yeah. So do you see him as very energetic and charismatic and out there? Yeah. Whereas I see Roman very much as a reserved guy. You know, he's very chilled out. Yeah. And, you know, kind of one of those guys, maybe where his actions speaks louder than words. Yeah. Like a Goldberg type guy, because Goldberg was never a huge promo guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was super over, and it didn't really hamper his success. Yeah. Um, what shall we talk about next? Will we go with uh, Rusev? Yeah. Rusev, Rusev. Rusev Rock. Is that actually? Yeah, that's one of the rumors. That's yeah. one of the rumors. Um. um I just genuinely don't see it happen. No. Um, no matter how I mean, much Vince might want this to This has obviously just been spurred on from the fact that they did a promo together recently on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just not sold on Rusev as a top guy myself. Yeah. Sure, I, he can be a, you know, a main event heel, but... I don't see it I just I think, being over with the crowd. Yeah. I mean, if you were to put this match on, like, you know... Chances are it would be second last, you would think. Yeah. The way Vince would book it, you know, you, the WWE title would be last. Yeah. You would think this would go second last or even third last for the Divas in yeah. the middle to break up the thing. The crowd wouldn't be into it. No. So you wouldn't. I th- this would this would reek off Undertaker Brock from last year for me. Yeah. Nobody was into that match simply because they thought, not because of the outcome of a Rusev Rock match, but. Like with Undertaker and Brock, everybody thought, you know, this is the way it's going to go. It's going to go a certain way, so we're not going to be interested in this match. Yeah. Whereas I don't think between now and Mania, Rusev could get himself over enough. Yeah. Bar, you know, basically just being this Russian. The problem know. for me as well is that I don't personally care for the whole kind of foreign invader type heel. Yeah. I just think it's outdated. It's a bit lazy because anyone can walk out to, you know... An American crowd and be a foreigner and draw heat. And it's the fact that they just the fact that they're not from America. And it's the fact know? that they've just thrown so many people at them. That and plus, as someone from the UK, you know, do you really care about the American Russian feud? No, personally, I no. don't. You know, so every time I see a Rusev segment, I'm kind of like, well, it's just going to be more of the same thing. And the thing, thing is, I I can guarantee you, a vast majority of American wrestling fans our age don't care no, about either. Of course not. So they don't. So I said, give him a bit more substance, something other than just Russia. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think would be good. So I, I don't see Rock and Rusev as a realistic um, rumor, if you like. No, uh, the other one would be Triple H Rock. Yeah, which is again stemmed out of the recent appearance. Stemmed from that promo. Um, 
whether they were kind of testing the waters there just to see what the kind of online reaction would have been. And I, would, so far, I, would ta- I would take it. I would take it, but so far it's been very good, the reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see them go one more time, but I just think if you're looking at it, you know, Triple H could do something realistically elsewhere and so could The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if they did service up Triple H versus The Rock one more time, um, I don't think many people would complain. Yeah, totally. Is there any other rumors? I'm trying to remember. Um, there's also rumours about Hulk Hogan having a Oh, I yes, Hogan, match. yes. Um, obviously, his name's been thrown around with Cena, potentially. Yeah. I also heard Cena's name being thrown around with Rusev, which is something that I don't really want to see again. No. Um, or I don't want to see at all. Um, we can see that, that would be we can see of, we can see that Rusev is high on our yeah, priorities. The problem folks. would be though if they did a Rusev Cena match is that it would be kind of would be similar to the Bray Wyatt Cena thing that they did yeah. this year. You know, taking a young guy and putting him with the Rusev threatening Cena's legacy. And it would just ruin Rusev. And even though I'm not a massive Rusev fan, you don't want to see a young kind of new talent get squashed because that Cena Wyatt mm-hmm. thing has given me no faith. You know, and their ability to put a young guy with Cena and for that guy to come away looking better. Well, that's one thing you kind of have to almost give Rusev at the minute, though. He hasn't hit that barrier that uh, What's-His-Face had, uh, Kozlov. Where well, he I will say off. he's far better than Kozlov. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But then again, Rusev has Lana with him. Yes. You know. The lovely Lana. Yeah. Um, will we go into our fantasy booking? Yeah, sure. Fantasy booking. Uh, right. We'll start from the... What we would perceive the bottom of our cards. Bottom up, okay. So we would. Um, so I'm just gonna go and throw it straight out here. Uh, Davis, not necessarily would be an opening match. Obviously, like we've said, it would be a breakup match. But in our list of priorities of a WrestleMania, it, they would be towards the bottom. Oh yeah. So even though they're more realistically probably gonna be inserted mm-hmm. in just before the main event to yeah. bring everyone back down again. Yeah. Now I know this is kind of common practice at the moment especially and that's AJ versus Paige um, I would love to see a match between the two at Wrestlemania but logically and what I have uh, down here on my list is another multi-person Divas match of some form be it Fatal 4-Way or another multi-person Battle Royal of some kind I don't see them going one-on-one Divas match at Wrestlemania because when was the last time that happened? Yeah. Like, There's too many women that need a payday. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and I would really rather see quality over quantity myself. Yes. You know, but it's just not going to happen. Is I, you know, there'd be nothing better than, say, the likes of an AJ versus Paige versus maybe like Natalia versus uh, maybe even Naomi. Those are, you know, those are four very, very good talents. And then you've also got the potential that is down in NXT as yeah. well. That could be up between now and then because you've got Charlotte. Who is probably going to be up on the roster sooner rather than later? Yeah, and, and that's actually just gave me an idea right there. But I know. I'm not changing it now. But <laughs> and then you've also got there's where Sasha Banks could be coming up as well, and then you also have actually Bailey that's down there. Bailey is a character that is extremely grown on me over the time, and is a very, uh, well, you know, placed wrestler. Um, did you mention Betty Lynch? I was about to say yeah. Becky Lynch. Now I don't think or Becky, is it Becky or Betty? Becky. Becky. Becky for Rebecca, right. yes. Because okay. her Indian name was Rebecca Knox. Okay. Um, but I don't see her being up in time for WrestleMania. I could see Charlotte and Sasha up for Mania, and maybe Bailey and Becky post-Mania. But, because they're going to have to shake up the Divas feud at the moment, because it can't just continue being AJ and 
uh, page, which I read recently, the reason that's the main feud is because they can't, there's a rule that they can't put the title oh, on a total Davis person yeah. because of time difference. Which makes sense. It makes sense. You don't want totally. someone watching that show and being like, to be honest, it makes me glad because it means the title won't come off AJ or Page. Well, that's good. You know, and it won't kind of ruin what's going on at the moment. But nonetheless, some sort of multi diva title match. Yeah. For me, just as. Is this your realistic one? Is it my realistic one? Okay. I kind of just opened it with a tag team turmoil type deal mm-hmm. um, because that's something that I think is probably a good way to start a show. You know, yeah. if you get a lot of energetic teams that you know that are pretty over with the crowd, then you can run with that. Um, I just put down guys like Gold and Stardust. I mean, Usos after years, stuff. I'd be holding out for that, those guys to have a feud, but. With Cody Rhodes being, you know, a new guy now, I think it's gone. It seems unlikely unless eventually they ever did go down the route of like allowing him to be himself again. But I think Stardust has actually taken off very successfully. Because that was the rumors was if Stardust didn't take off, then they would turn him on his brother and have a match. Yeah, of um, some form. But uh, I also have down on my list, you know, a tag yeah. team sort of fatal four way or some sort of turmoil or something. I actually like. had a team down of Mark Henry and Eric Rowan, believe it or not. <laughs> that would be a um, very crazy sort yeah. of tag team. I don't know why, something just inspired me to do that, because I kind of think <laughs> Eric Rowan is going to kind of be lost in the shuffle somewhat, and Mark Henry, I think, will turn. Um, Aye, so I think, Henry definitely is yeah, going heel. Like. It's one of those kind of situations I could see happen. But yeah, tag team turmoil. Okay, uh, well like I said, I have a tag team, Just a, I just haven't noted this tag team match, because you don't know what tag teams no. are going to be around come then. Uh, I'm going to go next with Sheamus versus Wade Barrett, which I think we've seen this match once, I think on maybe a Smackdown or something, and it was a really, really good match. And it's a match that always seems to creep into being mentioned around WrestleMania season, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Either someone gets injured or... There's just bigger plans, really. Yeah, they usually switch it about because the likes of... These two, they ended up in the Battle Royal this year. Yep. So chances are the likes of this sort of match wouldn't happen simply because they will maybe have some sort of multi-person Battle Royal if they do Andre the Giant again. Yeah. They do actually make it a yearly thing, which would be interesting. But mind, they'd have to do a better job than they did this year with Cesaro. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to make that kind of match prestigious in any way where fans are going to buy into it as like a money-in-the-bank type concept where the winner is obviously going to come out and, you know, do well following Mania, then mm-hmm. sure, go with it. But if they just do what they did with Cesaro, then it's kind of like, what's the point? Yeah. But the point is, I suppose, just to get a lot of guys onto the card. Yeah. And speaking of that, I actually uh, had a Battle Royal down mm-hmm. on my card as the Ultimate Warrior Memorial Battle Royal. Oh. <laughs> you know? I think, um, I think if you were to call it the Ultimate Warrior, it would make it look a wee bit tacky after I think it would be day. tacky, but it's just something I could see happening. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Because apparently they have, I actually read a a rumour online that said that um, Warrior's wife is working with Vince McMahon to keep his memory alive on various projects, so, you know, I could see that kind of thing happening. Oh yeah. Just to get the name out there and flog it, because you know what they're like. Oh aye, but after this year's mania, you can see that WWE's really looking after their their family like so they are. And you could look at it as tacky, or, you know, a way to get his name out there, I suppose, but... Either way, a battle royal of some sort to get all the guys onto the card that doesn't make it into a yep. you know, featured kind of program of their own. 
sounds good. What any more from you? What next one? Um, I suppose I just had the Divas match mm-hmm. as well, um, which you've already mentioned. And I just put a fatal four away with Paige, AJ, Nikki, and Brie. Nikki and Brie. Um, but you got to think by WrestleMania time that whole situation will have, you know, or hope, hope and pray <laughs> that that whole thing will have been resolved um, pretty soon. But I suppose it's just a case of what Divas are kind of in vogue then. Yes, <laughs> you know. Uh, well, next up on my list, and this is going to be something of interest to yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the uh, Do Himself, the Big right. Red Machine, versus Luke Harper. Right, okay. Yeah. Which I think could be a really good big man match. Yeah. Because number one, Kane can still go. He's in yep. fantastic shape. He's doing all that DDP yoga yep. and stuff. Sometimes Kane has a six-pack if you look at him the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Serious? <laughs> if you look at him from the right if you angle, look at him from a certain way, and the light's just right, you can see, you know, some abs there. He's in very, very good shape for an older competitor. Yeah. That's for sure. Kane must be one of the oldest guys, if not the oldest regular competitor on the roster. Yep, totally. Yeah. He totally is. But I think a match between him and the potential future, you know, yeah. big guy, so to say, on the roster, you know, hit almost his, you would say, eventual successor. Yeah. I could see. Uh, would be Luke Harper and Harper in some of the tag matches that him and Rowan have had with the Usos over the last oh, yeah. number of months. It's been brilliant. Have been fantastic. <laughs> and even on the house shows, the house shows I think have almost been the most entertaining watching him because like we you know, like we've been saying, we went to the Belfast House Show, yeah. we went to the Dublin House Show, we in London as well, we saw them in a dark match. His mannerisms, if you just sit there in the live crowd and watch him. Yeah. And that's one of the things about house shows in general, is that you just get to see the guys work, mm-hmm. as opposed to all these terrible, you know, time limitations and what have you. Mm-hmm. But the few times we followed them around there in the last European tour. I know we almost felt it was a treat. sort of signed guys yeah, and brought those guys because we were traveling around. Yeah. And, you know, yes, on certain nights you saw the same match. But you got to you know you got to pick up on certain <clears throat> things from those matches as a result and oh, yeah. just kind of added to it. Yeah. But no, you know Harper's a very agile guy as well for a big guy. Yeah. You know, like Kane has been as yeah. well. I think really the likelihood of that match happening really depends on how Harper's singles run takes off. Yes. Um, what direction he goes. And I hope he wouldn't get lost in the shuffle between now and then. And the whole obviously the whole Kane authority storyline and mm-hmm. the way that works out. But yeah. I wouldn't say no to that much. I think it would be a great... Would it be corporate can or would it be the demon can? That's what I want to know. It would just depend how uh, they work Harper's character. I would say... If Harper's character is dark. I would say no one, Big Glenn, he'll be more than happy to put Luke Harper over. Oh, so I, I you think would, he would. I would say you would have Kane in full demon attire yeah. and have a, like a battle of the monsters and then Kane would put him yeah. over and establish Luke Harper as like... As you say, the up and coming monster character. Sure. Oh, I've just thought something completely awesome. I've left so many people off this card. I know, really like, I've left one big name <laughs> off the card, but I'm not actually overly worried I've left them off the card. But speaking of this, Kane and Harper, I thought of something just based on the promo, and I'm not sure whether you'll like it or not. But I think it's yeah. I think it's cool. Okay. And you might agree. Okay. But in that Harper promo that has been going recently with yep. uh, Bray letting him go and stuff. He says, I will put myself back together with pieces of you. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Harper went over and then took the mask? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> you know, it would you know, it would be a sore point for you. Oh yeah, but, but it's kind but of like that. It, I'm not saying Harper would go on and wear the no. mask, but as in he takes yeah. it as like I have 
Did you in this like a side you know yeah like taking a piece of your victim almost mm-hmm. yeah as a token just something that yeah. came up with on the spot there and different uh, but no that's a good idea I like that it would have the good potential but by the WWE you could pull it off yeah yeah. But uh, what's next on your um, list? For me, I had an NXT match oh, actually to appear on Mania. Um, that's something I would very much like to see. It would be fantastic. Just from a pure kind of wrestling standpoint, where you want a, a great match that will fire up the crowd. Mm-hmm. I just had Sami Zayn penciled in against Adrian Neville because I think that's the kind of match that deserves to be seen on yeah. the big stage. They always but have course, good matches. You know, you have your Kentas now. Um, what's he been called? Hideo Itami. Yep. And um, and the former uh, Prince Devitt is Fergal. Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah, have those guys as well. So, um, but if I was to pick it right now, I would go with Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville and just have them say go out there for ten minutes mm-hmm. and just show the world what you can do. Well, it would make sense because they're the most logical two boys that are going to be called up next. Bar the likes of maybe a Kenta or a Devitt. Or I would like even that. be in favour of not bringing them up just yet and saving it for like a Mania feud. You oh, it, it seems like this is maybe the way it's going to go yeah. now is that there's going to be you know, a wave of NXT guys come up around Mania time. Because the excitement that was in that crowd that time when the likes of the Bo Dallas and the Adam Rose promos aired oh, yeah. on that post-Mania Raw yeah. was great because the crowd yeah. was really into it. And the thing about those two guys, Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville, is that we've seen them both live, I think, at Toy Show. Because they did the dark, and match dark matches at and the Raw and SmackDown. It's, it's great, you know, and if you had a bit of a story behind that um, on WrestleMania. Yeah, but there's but there's close to being called up as anything, yeah. because they're touring with WWE all the time. Yeah. Sami Zayn's at every Raw now, yeah. and seems to be doing every tour with them. Yeah. You know, so it might even be a, uh, an NXT match come then. It could just be that they're that good enough by that point to have a match. Yeah. No, I would like to see some sort of NXT match on the card. It would be good. Right, I'll go for uh, another one here, and that would be uh, Ziggler versus Cesaro. Nothing, you know, nothing untoward yeah. and crazy yeah. there at all. Um, but I just think it would be a nice quality match for everybody to see okay. if they were given the time on a WrestleMania that they could knock it out, to, out the ballpark. Would you have a fair title or anything? Um, I see, but this is the question. The reason I didn't really put note down here of any mid-tier titles, you know, I mentioned the Divas, mentioned the Tag, mentioned the WWE, um, it's because with the mid-tier titles, you just don't know. Yeah. It's like a hot potato just being passed around exactly person to person you know but if I had a choice I see would be in there and involved of some kind oh, okay. and uh, as you know find out if you put these two guys on at Wrestlemania place would go yep oh yeah you know especially it, knowing the crowd that goes to Mania you know it's like I still get chills and annoyed and then also followed up by sheer annoyance when I watch the Battle Royal from last year's Mania because yeah. it's just the crowd after Cesaro throws Big Show over I remember that was the time when his music was so over and that was yes. the chant and it was just like they stripped all that away from him like the very next night and it was like everybody was excited for that in a way because it was Heyman yeah. and then it was just you saw it as each yeah. week went past I almost get worried when a new guy gets paired up with Paul Heyman because mm. I think sometimes people have the you know, whenever you actually look at who Heyman has worked with and got over, who has he actually got over? No one. Other than Brock Lesnar. Like, they put, like, okay, Punk was with him, but Punk didn't need to be put with Heyman. Mm-hmm. You had Axel, who, yeah, okay. Had potential. Yeah, I think he had potential. Um, and, you know. But he was kind of tossed aside when Brock came back. He was tossed aside, and then same with Ryback. Mm-hmm. He went with Heyman for a while, that didn't work. And then you had Cesaro, which was just a complete failure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, 
Next up from you. Um, another match from me, which was kind of, um, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it actually, but mm-hmm. um, I have Rusev going up against Daniel Bryan. Um, right. Because I can actually see that happening. And I think uh-huh. with their mixture of styles, because if you think about it, like Rusev uses a lot of kicks, mm-hmm. very much like Debra. And, you know, for me, Daniel Bryan's one of those guys that has a big question mark beside his name right now, because obviously there's uh, rumors he's gonna do. going around that he's going to have another surgery, and, you know, obviously a neck surgery is a, a major thing. So, um, for argument's sake, I just thought Rusev's going to need a big match, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to see him against Cena, as I said, and I don't want yeah. to see him against Rock, so I'm going to put him in a solid level feud with Daniel Bryan. Okay, well... But for some reason, I don't think Daniel Bryan will just be waltzing straight okay. back into the main event soon. Well, I'm going to counter okay. your Rusev versus Bryan okay. and raise you okay. Rusev versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, I mean... Yes. I would that would be the logical step to go. See, I would rather have Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle or something like that. Oh, that would be a fantastic um, match. But the Kurt Angle thing for me, I think the reason why I don't actually have Kurt mentioned at all in any of my things is just I was reading another report about him today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that report was suggesting that he was happy to stay with TNA and that he doesn't think a WWE schedule would suit him. And obviously they could bring him in and just mm-hmm. do the part-time thing, but... Yeah, I mean, it would be great to see Kurt Angle in any capacity. It would be the logical step for them to go with this whole USA versus Russia, because who's more kind of oh, USA, yeah. USA than flipping, oh, well, Hacksaw yeah. Jim Duggan, but you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, Kurt Angle was very pro-USA. You know, he's he's the Olympic hero, yeah. he's, you know, intensely integrated oh, yeah. intelligence. If they, could, if they could do that, it would write itself. Because it would be one of those sort of things that, you know, you love at these sort of events when, you know, the music hits and you hear the pop. Yeah. You know, you could just imagine, you know, that and then Angle's music goes and it's just like the whole crowd and I, it would depend what music they picked, if it was the original one, just, I don't know whether the crowd would go, you suck, but the public, you know, because it's seemed forgotten about. The thing is, I would just, if I really had my own way, I would still rather Daniel Bryan against Kurt Angle because I'm just not invested in Rusev. Yeah. More invested in Lana. <laughs> I like Rusev as a talent. It's just, I think it's the storyline. It just sucks the life out of me. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, I'll go then with my next one because then it oh. also gets a guy out of the way that was mentioned in your match. And that is Daniel Bryan. Do you do with Dave Bryan? Versus Y2J, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could have a cracking they could. match. And that could kind of maybe be similar to that uh, CM Punk versus Jericho mania. Yeah. From a while that's, back. That's what made me think about it. That's what made me think about it. Because they're those kind of smaller guys who can work and mm-hmm. have travelled the world doing what they do. Um, yeah. They could have a great match yeah. given the they time. Yeah. So they would, because the, the, they could go something shocking. So they I think for me, Jericho would really have to up his game. Mm. You know, that recent stuff he did with Bray Wyatt was... All right. was very mediocre. Didn't, it didn't grab you. I mean, but I wouldn't put that solely down to Jericho. No, I was just no, you know, I was I mean, kind of thrown in the background. You would always say as well, though, you know, Bray Wyatt's limitations are the in-ring stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that he's bad, of course, but, um, yeah. And that's actually a name that I haven't put on my card, is Bray Wyatt. Oh, really? I had him on my other card. Yes. But I neglected to include him on this one. Oh, right, okay. One. And that, I think, just as a sign of the times and the fact that he went from being such an exciting prospect to like 
Oh yeah, again, right. again another the car, and it's almost like again I'm almost more excited for what they're gonna do with Luke Harper than what's yeah. gonna happen. Brian but it's again, it's another one, a boy who was so over on that Raw after Mania, yeah. Bray and that six man, and it's just sad to see, you know. Um, but that Cena thing for me just really halted a lot of his momentum. Mm-hmm. They had a chance there to really make it big with him, mm-hmm. and they blew it. Okay, next up from you. Next up for me is an authority triple threat Ooh. between Randy Orton, Kane, and Seth Rollins. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I could just see them kind of dragging it out until then, and eventually it all implodes, and then you kind of have a situation where Orton and Kane are more face, and they kind of gang up and double-team Rollins during the match, but somehow yeah. you would have Rollins getting the win. Because they have been teasing that yeah. every wee while that uh, Kane and Randy Orton have been yeah, getting set up with Rollins yeah. and other times, matches. Other times it's like they're very solid. So while it's the type of thing they could drag out um, between now and Mania, it remains to be seen. But I think it would be a nice kind of way to end that feud if they did blow it off, blow yeah. it off, and you know drag it out that long. But the other question you have to think at this stage is, you know, what way is it going to go with this money in the bank? Yeah. You know, will the money in the bank be gone by then, yeah. or what's actually going to happen? Yeah. Because you know, you could still have a situation where Rollins still has the briefcase. Could, we, could we finally see an attempt um, at Mania? And then, you know, he could even say if he lost that match or something somewhere later in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, this is going to be a really good idea right there and then. <laughs> um, but I'll talk about that whenever we get to um, my main match. Well, what I'm going to say before we move on is that the name that was that is not on my list was just in your match and that is Randy Orton. You didn't have Orton in the match. I don't have Orton on the match. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. Because that's you know that's how much you know I don't I'm not dissing mm. Orton or anything like that. It's just he he just doesn't do it for me at the moment. Yeah. I don't have him nailed down for anything yeah. in particular that I, I think, want to see. I think being realistic though, the chances of Orton being left off the card oh. are slim. Are so slim. Extremely slim. Yeah, I mean I think he's almost a cert to be on the card, but it's just yeah, it's kind of the Bray Wyatt thing for me. I mean, I think Bray Wyatt will be on the card. It's just, it's because of what he's at now, yes. which is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to kind of insert him into the things. Yep. Well, next up for me, and I am going to very much guess that it is on your list, and that is John Cena mm-hmm. versus Mr. What You Gonna Do, Brother yeah. Hulk Hogan. I have that much. Yeah. yeah. I think that... if. Anybody was fantasy booking WrestleMania at this moment in time, that would probably be the match that they would logically go for for those guys. Yeah. You know, it's how would the quality Although, how would the quality of the match be? Oh, we don't really I know. I think it would be a train wreck. But if anybody could get Hogan through it, it would be Cena. Yeah. Well. You know. I don't know. I think it would be awful. I think the only issue is that. Seen is normally the boy who gets beat down a lot yeah. of the match and then and does that his was, comeback and all that sort of stuff. The similarity um, with Hogan and Cena is that they both were the guy that got beat up for the majority of the and match then and then helped up. And then, yeah. Whereas who who does that? I think you would have to surely have Cena beaten up on Hogan. You would think. Yeah. Oh, Cena would have to take the lead. Yeah. There's no way about it. Because it Hogan same. would just have to lie there and sell basically. Because it was the same with Rock and Hogan. If you look at the Rock and Hogan match, a lot of it is the Rock on you know on top oh, of yeah. Hogan. It's a fantastic match, but it is. And would Cena really... have to go slightly more heelish? Do you think? Or do you think it would just be a case of two big baby faces going off against each other? Kind I of. I think they would just play it off as two big like, baby faces. Kind of like Rock and Hogan mm-hmm. uh, from. Even 18. though, even though Hogan was. Oh, yeah. but even by the time the match happened by the time that happened 
Hogan was the face. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and that probably, was almost getting that probably happen again at thirty-one. You know, Cena. He gets booed anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, the crowd would just map that up. But, but I don't. I wouldn't see I, them change I, anything. Yeah, I do though. For me, it's still very much fantasy. Cena mm-hmm. versus Hogan. I think yeah. you're. You know, I wouldn't be betting on it because Hogan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like any time I've ever seen Hogan lately, he just looks very immobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you hear these rumors that he can't take a, a bump, really. How does how do you have a match, a marquee mm-hmm. match against the biggest guy that they've got? Yeah. You know, without bumping. Um, so I think you just can't. I personally think, you know, Cena versus Hogan for me has been fueled by the reports that's just gone out recently saying, oh, Hogan wants to have another match. Yeah. I honestly don't think it will happen, but I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Which one to pick next? Which one to pick next? Uh, I will go for Brock Lesnar versus The Rock. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's probably... One of the more <clears throat> known potential matches of the last couple of years that has been rumoured to going ahead. Um, obviously, the twist here is that I don't have Brock in the main event with the title. So you have a different main event. Than I have a very different main event. Thank you very much. Okay. Which is, I just wanted. I decided for uh, the WWE title. I'd go with something just a wee bit different. Okay. Um, but I would go with Brock versus Rock again. How good would this match be? I'd still be, I'd still be, I'd still be okay with it happening. I don't personally get very excited when I hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no doubt it's a massive draw and a wood draw, Um, but I just think how effective could uh, Brock be? Is it really two part timers going at it? It's kind of like no. I see Brock being much more effective in another role, Um, but. At the same time, as you said, if you see Rock and Brock live, I mean, you're not really going to go in. Totally. But I just, I have so much more kind of expectation than that mm-hmm. for Brock. I want to see Brock being used to put over the future. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you have next? For me, I have um, Triple H versus Dean Ambrose in a street fight. Interesting. Yeah. See, that's another name. I didn't put trips on the card yeah. because I thought he'll probably take a mania off. Um, but that would be. I would like a good to see match. that. I would like to see um, sledgehammers everywhere. Sledgehammers and just you know his crazy style, um, Dean Ambrose's crazy style, going up against the cerebral assassin. I just think the it has. Lunatic I think friend. it has the potential to be a really good brawl and some mm. great promos. And you know it continues um, Dean Ambrose's kind of defying authority storyline. Um, it's just a case of whether. Um, they want to push him in such a high-profile match against mm-hmm. Triple H because any time I've ever read anything, it's always like, oh, management don't see Dean Ambrose as like, you know, a future main event top top guy. But you can't argue with how the fans are reacting to him. I and see it slowly turning. Let's be honest, like he's already working with Cena and yeah. all those guys, and that's kind of happened maybe because Roman Reigns is out of the equation. But but he's making advantage of. The know, moment, yeah. yeah, he's taking his moment. And I and think it can only be good for him. I'm coming in here, he's going to be a bona fide guy. Oh, yeah, totally. See, the one thing that <clears throat> annoys me ever so slightly at the moment, the way you're saying there, with um, you know, it's good for him, he's working with Cena. A lot of fans see that as a bad, yeah. You know, a lot of the people yeah, think that's Cena stealing his in some right? way contradicting myself there because I was just getting tore into John Cena and Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. because that to me didn't do very much good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just a thing. <laughs> 
you know, it's okay to turn around and say, what oh, didn't do much good, but I'm sure he was raking in the dough for that. Oh, yeah. You know, from a personal standpoint, it's great, but from your character on mm-hmm. screen standpoint, it's kind of like... But at this moment in time, I can genuinely see Ambrose being paired up with Cena here for a wee bit, working, because I can more than likely see them putting Ambrose over Cena at Hell in a Cell, then Bray right. going over Cena. Yeah, okay. It, you know, it'll depend, but you think it would be better for them to let Ambrose get at Rollins. Yeah. And, you know, because that's what the whole deal is. That feud's been great. I've enjoyed it. has been a good feud. Um, Especially considering Ambrose was away for a few weeks filming as well. Yeah. It's, it's managed to maintain yeah. itself. They did, they did a good job. But um, um, but for me, I would love to see Ambrose get a, his moment in the limelight with Triple H. Cool. In a street fight. Well, we've come to the moment that... Um, and it isn't the WWE title. Um, this is your main event now? No, this isn't the WWE title. No, this is, so you've you got two matches left? I have two matches I left. See them. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is the one that I told you I had down as 50-50, as right. in one another, okay. depending on what happens. Depending on someone's availability, I think. Yes, indeed, <laughs> you are correct. And if the other part is actually going to happen, like yeah. we're predicting. <laughs> so, the obvious match yeah. that we would like would be The Undertaker. Yep. Versus the icon yep. Sting, absolutely. Um, and my backup, as you will probably end up yeah. suspecting here, is Sting versus yeah. Bray Wyatt. And I could probably even go and say that myself because I left Bray off the card. Um, but St- our Bray's kind of dark gimmick would go yes as a nice substitute for the Undertaker if Taker um, decides not to work this minute, but. Um, I don't know. Part of me, the wrestling gods have spoken to me lately, and they're saying <laughs> <laughs> they're saying to me, "No, it's going to be Sting and Taker. It's actually yeah. going to happen." Part of me thinks. I would just, love it to be. Part of me thinks the whole streak breaking thing was actually a good thing, and it's like, you know, they're nothing to lose in that sense. Yeah. And I honestly think if it did come down to Sting versus Taker, that Sting would go over. I really do. The think only that. the only thing that would make and me, I think that's why they broke the streak. Yeah. The only thing that would make me think that Taker won't be at 31 is because 32's in Texas, okay. which is Taker's home. Yeah. So if he was going to take a break, this would be the one. But then you also have to think, with Sting being a distinct possibility yeah. this year, this is the strongest chance we've ever had in this history. You know, It's been talked Taker and Sting for years now. Yeah. And but let's just talk about that for know, a second. Like This match going way back... It's been going on five or six years now. At no, least but, yeah, but even before that, oh, I didn't the Attitude Era and ah. stuff, like it was always kind of like, especially when Sting became the crow. Yeah, it was like he was doing very Undertaker like things, um, you know, and being very dark and kind of brooding. Um, so it's been going. You know, this has been a dream match for years, and to finally see that happen um, would be something else for me. Even though, yeah. You know, it's not going to be as good as it might have been 15 years ago. Yeah. But for me, definitely, I would take a better date than never situation. Oh, yeah. That's I would rather look at it and say, oh, well, at least I saw it rather than never. Oh, it's and definitely one of those. For ones. me, the promos and just all that kind of the tricks that they would play on each mm-hmm. other and all that jazz, I think, would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like I said as well, backup would be Bray versus Sting, which I think, again, would have great Problem potential. Is, though, Sting would beat Bray, and Bray would just look like a chump again. Yeah. You know, I definitely don't think Sting is coming in to lose his potential one. To Bray? Yeah. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. Even if it was the taker he was working with, I still think 
Stein will go over. Yeah. I don't know why, I just do. As your just your question is, you know, with you know, make and take her music back to back. That's what I'm saying. Just like, that's what I'm saying. That's why though, it doesn't matter now. No. The streak's gone, so he can lose like anyone else now. You know? Um, there's no pressure streak wise, that's done, gone. Should you use some unnatural stuff? Yeah. You know. Well. Sting come out with a wee crow and all. Oh, I hope they have to do all that. But I think what we can agree on, either way, be it whatever happens, is Sting will be at WrestleMania 31. Ever it is going to happen. It's all pointing towards 31 in California. Mm-hmm. Which I think this was actually probably more than anything our clincher. Yeah. For, for me, for me as a massive Sting fan. That is the one thing I really, really want mm-hmm. to see at Mania. Oh no, like definitely his involvement like, you know, in the ring. Like I'm like I'm not a program. Like I'm not a Sting fan on the level of yourself, no. but I know oh, yeah. when you know, an influential and an icon in the business yeah. and simply the highest chances of it happening it's, was it's, a big part of me yeah. going, Yep, yeah, let's go for yep. this. Um, I would kick myself <laughs> if, you know, Yes, it happened, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we'd been talking about doing the whole Californian thing. Yeah, um, but we will see. I mean, there was a rumor going around. I don't know if you read it that said they expect to have Sting on TV by the end of January. That would, and that be, would that tie would be in, interesting. That would tie in with you know, obviously building towards a WrestleMania match. But of course, it's all just speculation. I mean, every year I think that I've been going to WrestleMania, I've been making a case for Sting appearing that year. So mm-hmm. you know. We used to say and it's not just another case of that. We could have another unhappy Sting fan on that's, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's the thing though. They're definitely doing something you know, with the DVDs and the T-shirts and the masks. masks. Yeah, you know, you know this is happening for a reason. You don't get that the sort game. of stuff if you have not signed yeah. a contract. He a, I think he he signed a merchandise contract for sure. The, the um, but to me, this is all about like, this is all about getting the fans familiarised and ready. Yeah. Main event, we'll yep. line this thing out. Yep. My main event for the WWE title. This should be interesting. Is Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Versus Dean Ambrose in a triple threat for the WWE title. Yeah. Completely unlikely to happen. Yeah. Definitely. Hold my hands <laughs> up. But if I was the fantasy book at WrestleMania, right. for me that would be a hell of a main event. That would be a hell of a title yeah. match. You know, that's not what's going to happen at WrestleMania no. 31, and no fine right, right? I would say, you know... Potentially the future WrestleMania. Potentially, but... I think it would be for fantastic. Me, for me, the person with the best chance of making the main event... The um, By the main event, I mean the match that goes on mm-hmm. last, is Roman. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Ambrose and Rollins will be those kind of guys that will get... Not lost in the shuffle, but... They'll be in mid card. They won't be given the same treatment as Roman one. And oh, of no. course, mine, is, of course, is the somewhat predictable Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match, which I would love to see, just because I think um, Lesnar could really, you know, obviously he beat the streak. Um, and I think if he put Roman Reigns over, it would just really make Roman Reigns a megastar. And I think, I do think Roman has what it takes. I mean, I know a lot of fans are already getting on his back and saying, oh, he's just John Cena number two and never loses. and You know, but I like Roman. I think he has all the tools. And I think yeah. it would be a real physical kind of match. Like, I, like we say it now, and we don't know what it's going to be like in 10 years' time. Um, mind, I don't want to think about what it's going to be like in 10 years' time. We'll probably be, be in our mid-30s yes, by then. Yeah. 
We'll still be trying to shell out a grand <laughs> for these packages. <laughs> Honey, can I go to San Diego or wherever it is? Um, but uh, at this moment in time, and like I say, I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years, but in 10 years' time, I don't see myself having the same stigma that is attached to John Cena that with Roman Reigns. I wouldn't see myself in really? 10 years having the same, you know, oh, Roman Reigns again. Because I don't see him going the same direction as a Cena. You know, I see him being the guy of the company. But I don't see Roman Reigns going on winning 15 world titles. Yeah, one can hope. And he doesn't. <laughs> you know, I think WWE are going to have a far stronger field of guys. That's the thing. That I mean, they have had. The problem now isn't so much that they don't have talent. It's just the talent hasn't been introduced and yes. built up to yeah. the point where they're you know, whereas, whereas, you know, we're currently here and we're sitting here and, like, right, at the moment we have what WWE would consider their top guys would be Randy Orton, John yeah. Cena, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. But the thing is, you wouldn't even include the likes of Sheamus in that anymore. No. You know, Sheamus was a main event player. Yeah. But, you know, he's now the United States champion and is bouncing about multi-man tag matches yeah. on TV and all that. He's not having really too many meaningful feuds. He hasn't had any proper storylines, really. Yeah, so he's out of it. Del Rio's gone. Yeah. Who was, again, yes, he's fallen from, he'd fallen from grace. But Do you know, actually, someone that we neglected to mention? Who? Batista. I don't see him back. No? Nope. So you don't see his him? His career's gone. You don't see him coming back for one last run against Triple H or anything like that? Not at Mania, at least. No. I think it was something, I don't know if you've read that, but there was some talk about Dave potentially coming retire sooner rather than later to wrap up his wrestling career and leave and to have one last kind of dance with Triple H. This is the problem, is that now that Batista's career's taken off with you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, right. he's going to be under lock and key under contract, oh, yeah. so it'll have to be sooner rather than later if he's going to get away with it, because the more time goes by the more under lock he is going to be for, you know, wrestling. So if he wants to face Triple H, it's going to have, have to happen soon. But, um, no, WWE's going to have an extremely strong roster at this stage going forward. I mean, they have, you know, it's a nice problem to have, actually, because there's a lot of possibilities for 31. Because that's the thing, um, you have to look at it in the sense of, right, at this moment in time, your main guys going forward are going to be a Roman, and then, you know, sort of, just below that in the background you're going to have Ambrose you're going to have Rollins yep. then we still have to think and take into account the boys that will eventually come up from NXT yeah but it's not only that you see the problem is is that at Mania especially a lot of um, of your big names come back just for that one-off appearance and yeah. that automatically takes up a couple of spots yeah and especially like if we're talking about Hogan we're talking about Rock we're talking about Brock we're talking about Taker and Sting. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Austin because people are saying, oh, Austin's training hard and that's fueling. What? Austin. What? What? Um, <laughs> you got caught. I, I yes. fell for that. Yeah. Yeah, baby. But, like, how can you have, realistically, all those massive names on one oh, show yeah. plus still put all your guys of today on there? Mm-hmm. It's just, how do you work it? Yeah. I'm glad it's not me that actually has to do it. <laughs> but uh, that can be a debate for another that's day. That's a debate for another day. So we shall close this out, everybody. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we hope we haven't rabbited on for too long and yeah. bored you to tears. It'll be nice time. to hear what you guys think of potential WrestleMania 31 card, of course. Exactly. So you can feel free to 
uh, tweet us at Retroshock316 or you can even email myself alanprice at operationretroshock.co.uk and uh, we may save them up for a future wrestling episode uh, closer to the time of 31 when we're going when we'll probably have a better idea of what the card is going yeah. to be and when we do our actual predictions for the show. Sounds a plan. So, yep, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, as we said, hopefully it's not too long till uh, we speak to you all again. And uh, thank you very much for your patience and bearing with us. Yep. Life, as they say, can just get a wee bit hectic. And maybe, you know, if we don't actually like plan dates now and tell everyone when we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, come back, it might just happen organically now. Yes. You know? Let's hope. Um, so, I'm not going to turn around to you all and say, I'll speak to you in a week, or I'll speak to you in two weeks, or whatever. You shall see us sooner than rather than later. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed this, and uh, we shall speak to you all in the near future. It's coming. Welcome to entertainment's greatest live event. The excitement. The energy. The extravagance. Be there live to witness the unparalleled spectacle of WrestleMania. On March 29th, 2015, the biggest event in entertainment comes to the home of the San Francisco 49ers. It's WrestleMania at the brand new Levi's Stadium. Create and share memories that will last a lifetime with a WrestleMania travel package. Exclusive tickets to WrestleMania Access, the 2015 Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony, and the greatest event in live entertainment, WrestleMania. Visit WrestleManiaTravel.com to get the best seats and ultimate WrestleMania experience.